coming in. Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTMB Sports. Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere, MTNV Sports. I'm so geeked. I'm here with the founder and the CEO of the Ozell brand, our sponsor, Mr. Titus, Ozell Golden. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm blessed. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing great. Yo, do me a favor. Tell me about what got you started making shoes. Man, it's just crazy. It's just growing up in a type of environment I grew up in, mother getting robbed and shot, me being molested, me not knowing who I was as a as a person, as a man, birthed something in me. I started looking at shoes as a way out in middle school, and God gave me this dream and gave me this vision, and boom, it birthed. Man, I saw these shoes. They're beautiful, they're high quality, and they're at a, a good affordable price, bro. What went into making the shoes? Man, it's just me thinking about the shoes that I love, the shoes that I desire as a kid. Well, my mother couldn't afford it. So it's like, now how can I create a shoe at a good quality at affordable price for other families who actually are currently going through what I went through as a kid? Bro, I heard you can play two sports in them. Are they soccer and football cleats? Yeah, man, they two sport cleats, soccer and football. See, growing up, I played multiple sports, so it was just like bouncing from transition from different shoe to shoe. So, hey, it's two and one, so it's a good deal. Where can people find these shoes, man? Man, you go to ozelbrand.com, follow Ozell Brand on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but please subscribe on ozelbrand.com, please. Yo, you heard the man, Mr. Titus, Ozell Golden. That's his middle name, yo. Go, <laughs> go out and support this brother. He is doing his thing. Listen, you want to support him. You want to get these shoes on your feet. Look, they're beautiful, remarkable quality, and at an affordable price. Listen, stop what you're doing. Go to Ozell Brand. That's O-Z-E-L-L brand.com today. Yo, 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 we are back. Episode 37 of the Not The Same Podcast Sports Show. Something hosted like by that. me. and uh, yeah. Me, the black dude, and Rob, the other black dude. <laughs> that boy said hosted by me. I'm like, can I? I'm, I'm here. <laughs> hey, I, I don't know. It just popped in my head. D, what's up, sis? Appreciate you sliding through. Always appreciate your yeah, no ongoing support. I want to give a special shout out, Rob, one time for our man Noah Call Deal. This man has decided, I know this is not the Bible study of the other music and faith show, but this man has decided to pay his tithes to the Not The Same Podcast, brother. So we pray blessings on that, brother, and not to be too deep for y'all. They go all over your head, but right. we is blessed, and we pray he be blessed. Salute to you, brother. All yeah. right, man, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm straight, bro. Like, I'm excited about tonight. I mean, last yeah. night, too, you had me reading scrolls. I felt like we was in um the tank. I felt like we was in the Ten Commandments, you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to – I got this 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 ring light looking at mm -hmm. me and these lights. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure something out, brother. I'm just going to find out what version you in and put that you mug right. 
and why mm-hmm. rule? Because you had it in college rule, and we'll see what happened from there. That brother, that brother said why rule and college rule. Man, I ain't heard that in forever. Forever. When you start reading them scrolls, you will understand, bro. I know. I know. I, I be, look, when it's, when it's my turn, I'll be practicing beforehand. Be like, man, let me practice my reading skills. Mr. G, what's up, brother? Uh, what's up? In- but like, but what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, brother? MC Fondish. Yes, yes, I'm always here. All right, man, look. No, uh, she talking about me. She, she got on me earlier today. She was like, you uh, MC Fondish came to visit you, huh? <laughs> All the time. It gets both of us, man, and we don't care because we're doing a live show. But we need y'all to do a favor. Everybody that slid through, do us a favor because we are live on YouTube exclusively. Yeah, exclusively. We need you to hit that like and subscribe and uh, uh yeah, this. Yeah, hit the like go. button, subscribe button, and hit that notification bell so you can keep up when we go live on the Not The Same Podcast. By hitting like, even if you're watching right now, do us a favor and hit that like. By hitting yes. like, it alerts other people within the YouTube community that we are live and bring people over here to see what's going on. Because we have a special guest with us tonight that we're going to bring in in a few minutes. Our brother, Mr. Eric Boston, owner yeah, of the 520 Collective, as well as a astute baseball fan. Unfortunately, he's a fan of the Kansas City Royals, but hey, we'll we'll forgive him for that because it kind of got Missouri in it. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, it's still, still kind of. He's still on 70. At least he ain't up there with um some folks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Uh, the Cubs had a little short little run. They was feeling all good about themselves, and then they became once again the Cubs. <laughs> right, 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 right. All right, little, man. Little, little bears. <laughs> yeah. Stop it, dog. Don't do it like that. Don't do it like that. All right, man. Let's get into what's popping. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call Bad them news. little bears. Don't call them little Bad bears. News bears. That's what Bad they news bears. All right, first subject for tonight before we get into and bring our brother Air Boston in, the Deshaun Watson news. Uh, Rob always had these stats. So I'll let you go ahead with this. I'm going to get my yeah. comments. So Deshaun Watson received six games and will be eligible to return in week seven against the Baltimore Ravens on October 23rd. Now, yeah. I have – this is what I'm going to say because the NFL has until today, I think, midnight, to appeal the suspension. They already have, before you say they, they have. They did appeal? Yes. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm out the loop. So they did mm-hmm. appeal. I don't think it's going to go through, and I'm going to tell you why. Can you imagine the Cleveland Browns versus the Baltimore Ravens, Deshaun Watson versus Lamar Jackson, hashtag cash cow? That's all I'm going to say. Come on, man. That's all, that's all I can see with that one. So we'll see what happens with the appeal. And I think Goodell is kind of, um, folding to public perception, if you will. Mm. So, and I and I leave it at that. But yeah, six games is what they um is what they first init the initiative the initial suspension of six games. We'll see if they give them a full season. All right, uh, my opinion is totally different. This is not debate for you, but hey, here we go. Listen, mm-hmm. there's no way in Hades this man is going to only be suspended for six games. No, no way in the world. No way in the world. And this is why I say that it when. Uh, Goodell and the NFL appeals, you know who gets to answer that? Roger Goodell, which means if he didn't want that for him to have only six games and the judge that he sent it to, that he handpicked, that he sent yeah. it to, still gave him six games, but he really wanted 12 games, he going to at least have 12 games. And they want him to pay a fine. And they want this man to get to some training. Look, man, whether it was proven in court or not that it was literally some sexually assault, my man got issues, dog. 
Oh, you know he, he definitely, man he got definitely need to go to class. He got some real fetish issues. He need to get, yeah. what, what they call it when you got them corporate jobs, them uh, uh, reconditioning classes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he need to get one of those, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, we'll just say that. Mr. G says uh, they're adding a few games and to find the judge through Goodell lifeline. Yeah. I give him, listen, I give him two. So you He'll saying get eight games? he half the games. Eight games. It's a what, 17-game season? Somebody – Whatever is Go 17, ahead, I give I give them nine. I know this ain't mm. the Bay Fuel, but they gave them six. Happy medium is nine, and then they'll let him go ahead and play with the fine. Plus, he'll have to go through some type of psychological, um, you know what I'm saying, counseling or whatever. Yeah. Well, we we can all believe what we want to believe, and I don't know if I'm going to be right or not, but I'm going to tell you what, I ain't going to be right. He's going he gonna to be spending 12 games. Watch this. Bet, bet, bet your house note on it, dog. Put your house note up. No, I'm kidding. All right, man. I like my house. <laughs> right <laughs> all right next subject man we getting into the mlb which is major league baseball trade deadline update and for this update we have a special guest our brother mr eric boston Yeah, if y'all knew what went on in the background of these little <laughs> scenes, but now, nah, hey, look, y'all welcome, welcome, welcome again, our brother, Mr. Eric Boston. If you have been a long time watcher of the Not the Same podcast, you know exactly who this is. If you are not a long time watcher of the Not the Same podcast, salute to our brother Eric Boston for sliding through and helping us with this baseball ish. But absolutely, let's give him, let's give this brother a round of applause right here. <laughs> Humble, humble guys. salute. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> hi, hi, guys. <laughs> How you doing, hey. bro? Oh, we're good, man. You know, it's uh the second half of the baseball year. It, I mean, it's getting started. Let's go. Yeah. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Well, this is this is your time, brother. Um, I, ESPN came out, and and we'll I'll give ESPN's top five real quick, and then I want you to give what you feel is top five, and we'll kind of dive in it. Number one, okay. um, ESPN gave the Padres acquiring Juan Soto. That was the number one for ESPN. Um, mm-hmm. The number two trade that ESPN claimed, um, of course, once again, it was the Padres. They acquired Josh Harder from the Brewers. And this is just real quick. Number three was Yankee, the Yankees acquiring um, pitcher Frankie uh, Montas, as well as pitcher um, Louis Trevano. If I'm saying he's wrong, forgive me. Um, oh, he going to help you. The, I know. Number four was <laughs> Braves acquiring Razel um, Iglesias from the Angels for Jesse Chavez. And number five on the ESPN was the Twins acquiring Jorge, Jorge Lopez from the Orioles for four pitching prospects. What is your thoughts and what George do you have? George, if you're Spanish. George, yeah, if you're Spanish. Yeah, yeah. George, Jorge. It's, it, yeah, Jorge. Jorge Lopez. Yeah. For, former Royal. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, the only one I agree with is number one. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you can, and you can argue with it, right? I mean, yeah. not only did – okay. Let's just set this up. So, honestly, a couple weeks ago when they said that Washington was going to make Juan Soto available, mm-hmm. I honestly didn't think there's any way this trade was happening yeah. before the offseason. Right. I was like, it's just too short a time. They're not going to get the kind of deal that they could. They end up getting a killer deal. Fact. Now, right. not only did uh, Washington send Soto to San Diego, they also get Josh Bell uh, in, in the deal. 
for the Padres. Right, right. And, I mean, I just want to talk about Soto for just a minute because this dude is hands down. I mean, I, I think he's the best player in baseball. Uh, he's argue, you, you, know, you can definitely make that argument. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. If you just look at some of what he's done, two-time All-Star, two-time Silver Slugger, mm-hmm. uh, batting title in 2020, you know, 2019 mm-hmm. world champion. And then even now this year, you know, he, he's been on a, a Washington roster that outside of Josh Bell hasn't had a lot to protect him. Nothing at all. Right. 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 So his, if you look at just like the batting average, he, batting 246, that's definitely, you know, down from his lifetime average of 291. However, Soto has the best plate discipline, plate discipline that I've seen since Barry Bonds. And when it all goes down, he may be better than Bonds. Uh-oh. Right? Like he, a lot. He, Watch yourself now. He, well, <laughs> okay, he's leading He's leading baseball this year in walks mm-hmm. with 91. Yeah. That's 31 more than the second-place person. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's um got over 400 on-base percentage. I mean, just, just killing it. Killing yeah. it. And all this, Andy's 23 years old. Mm-hmm. 23 it's That's ridiculous right. how good he is i mean when you say generational talent like that's not even fair it's like multi-generational talent no doubt no doubt Soto. padres have a generational talent in fernando tatis that they're going to be getting back in a few weeks mm-hmm. um but now they just added a multi-generational talent to their roster so let me ask you this what does this put stacked what does this put the padres though going into you know september and what does this put them with this acquisition? So, I I still don't think they they catch up with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're if, if they're going to get in the playoffs as a wild card team, uh, the Dodgers have a better rotation, better pitching staff. Not to knock the San Diego Padres pitching staff, they got good pitchers. Oh, Blake Snell. They they just re-signed Musgrove to a new extension. Um, Clevenger. I mean, they they got some pitchers, yeah. but they need to be better. You Darvish is in there, um, but what it did for them is they cre- they've got a killer lineup, a killer offense that can match up with anybody. Because you took Josh Bell, who was Washington's second best offensive player, mm-hmm. and brought him along with it. I mean, if we just look at his stats real quick, I mean, he's hitting over three hundred. Uh, near 400 OBP. Um, another guy who has a very good strikeout to walk ratio, and he's 12th in the in the major leagues in hits this year with 113. So he, on base percentage, folks. On base percentage. I know <laughs> yes. he got, just for y'all to know, OBP is is on base percentage. <laughs> Help him out, yeah. bro. Sorry, sorry about that one. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, and, and then I mean, this wasn't in the same deal. But San Diego also went out and they got Brandon Jury, who's having a career year from Cincinnati, and brought him over as a utility guy. Yeah, like it, it, it's going to be tough on opposing pitchers. I, I still think they are second behind uh, the Dodgers as far as National League is concerned. I think this gives them the edge on the Mets, who's been having uh-huh. a very good year. Um, but th- I think they'll still have a little bit of work to do come the off season to really push it over the top. I mean, they're 11 salute and a half games behind. watching yeah. us. My bad, bro, but I want to salute our sis sliding through. Miss Sports Talk with C. Good to see you, sis. Oh, yeah. What's up, sis? My y'all bad. T- Go hey, ahead, y'all take Y'all take sis out, man. She be coming She come with the stats, man. The WNBA, she got it on lock. Now, back to the Padres. 
they're not catching the Dodgers. And I'm going to tell you why. They're 11 and a half games behind. Like, mm-hmm. the Dodgers would have to go on a, 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 a tremendous slump like we've never seen before going into September for that to happen. But what's – you agree with the first trade. Now give your your two to five trade. Yeah. Okay. So – my number two is kind of a tandem deal. It's that the Yankees address their outfield via the teams in Missouri, right? Yeah. So um, they kind of <laughs> – This is true. They, they, they kind of kicked off uh, the the deadline week last week by going and getting Andrew Benintendi, who was an all-star for the Royals this year, Gold Glove winner last year in left field. So they get him. Kansas City gets back a trio of pitching prospects that mm-hmm. – you know, I'm pretty excited about a couple of them. Uh, one of them being a uh, uh, former University of Mizzou pitcher, uh, TJ Sykema, who uh, actually broke Max Scherzer's record at Mizzou so mm-hmm. for strikeouts. So pretty excited about that. But Yankees go and get, you know, Ben Intendi, who can lock down left field. They've been having to run out Stanton. I think maybe, maybe the Yankees are starting to realize you can't put Stanton in the field and him stay healthy for any length of time. So you probably see him at DH the majority of the time there. And then they also made a deal kind of last minute with the Cardinals to get Harrison Bader for Jordan Montgomery. Great deal. uh, Yeah, it it kind of my sleeper deal uh, of the deadline, honestly. Like Jordan Montgomery, good, solid pickup for the Cardinals. He's a young guy, young pitcher who's looked really good last year and and continued this year. But – the Harrison Bader pickup for New York, you know, they've been playing judge at center field who can, I guess, technically play center field, but he's much better in right. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of why they've had to be, play, be playing him there is that the rest of their outfield um, on the roster just is too big of a question mark and they can't, you know, stay in there on a regular basis. Like judge has been their only consistent guy. So the thing with the, with getting Harrison Bader for me is that, Yes, he's hurt right now. He probably won't be back until end of August, maybe beginning of September. But the Yankees don't need him before then. The Yankees need him for September in the playoffs. Right. And when Harrison Bader comes back and you put him in center field where he's, you know, go glove caliber in center. You got go glove caliber in left now. And Judge can honestly be up there defensively in right. Now you're you, you t- totally overhauled your outfield. And you took maybe your most glaring defensive weakness and yeah. you made it a strength. So, so that that's was, that number was my two and three? Deal. Is that your two and three? Or is the Yankees just two, period, with all their acquisitions? That that that, that was I, I lumped it all together into one. <laughs> okay, good deal. What's number three for me? <laughs> uh number three for me was uh the Seattle Mariners getting Luis Castillo from uh Cincinnati. Uh mm. You know the Mariners are a team that, in the in the AL West, yeah, you know went into this year expecting to compete, and I think they can. And, and they went out and got arguably the b- biggest pitching name on the on the trade block, uh, in, in Castillo. Castillo's you know win loss record doesn't look amazing, but it says he's on a terrible Reds team, uh, and I expect that he does a lot better. Yeah, with Seattle, you know he's got yeah. an offense that can support him there. Uh, Cincinnati gets a really good haul out of them too. Like, I know you guys are Cardinals fans. You guys better watch out in a few years. Cincinnati's coming. Like, they just 
made a huge injection into their farm system. They did, but they're line. they're they're literally, sir, thirteen games behind us. And you said a few years, so we're only worried about. This year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but baseball, man, you got to have the long view in baseball. Yeah, All no right. doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Four, and as far as the Mariners, um, I mean, they're um, what eleven games ahead of um, eleven games behind Astros. So even with yeah. that pickup, I got you. They still got a little ways to go. Yeah, yeah. Number four, um, sir. My, my number four was, um, again, kind of a package deal. Uh, mm-hmm. I put Minnesota, the Minnesota Twins, boosting their pitching staff. So they made three deals. One of them you talked about a minute ago where they got Jorge Lopez, who was an yeah. all-star this year, closer for Baltimore <clears throat> Orioles, comes over uh, to Minnesota. Uh, they also added starter Tyler Molly from Molly, yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they also got uh, Michael Fulmer from Detroit. And Fulmer is a guy who has, you know, he's been a starter in the past. He's transitioned to the bullpen and honestly done pretty well in the bullpen. A lot of people expected Detroit to potentially trade, you know, multiple relievers at the deadline. Um, Didn't really happen, but they did move Fulmer, who's, uh, I believe, getting ready to hit free agency after this year. But Minnesota and in a very, you know, they've got the lead in the Central, in the American League Central, let's see, by – by a game over Cleveland, mm-hmm. um, Link, yeah. So not so not a so not a big lead, but it's also not a very competitive American League Central right now. So I think Minnesota went and did what they needed to do in order to hold on. I mean, they've yeah. kind of held on to that number one spot all year. Their pitching's been a ragtag group, so they went and did what they could to solidify it. Uh, they had got Sonny Gray earlier in the year, yeah. so. I, I think Minnesota did a really good job here at right at the deadline. They did, but they have to watch the White Sox also, who are only two games behind them. So any slip ups yeah. and that 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 division is open for grabs with those three teams. Also, Minnesota only had to give up prospects for that. So that I think that was a huge pickup only having to give up three prospects. So what's your number yeah. five for your five and final, sir? So my number five was on I think you said ESPN's list, right, as well. And that was the Yankees getting Frankie Montas and Lou Trevino. Uh, Montas was a name that, you know, a lot of people expected him to get moved back during the offseason. Didn't Mm -hmm. happen. Came into the season with the A's. But no one expected him to to stick uh, in Oakland, you know, past the deadline. And that held true. Uh, Like we talked about a minute ago, the Yankees traded Jordan Montgomery from their rotation Mm -hmm. to St. Louis. So kind of, you know, create a spot that they were able to fill with with Montas here. Montas is a great pitcher, been really good the last two or three years. Um, honestly, you know, I thought he would be a good fit for St. Louis, and I know that the Cardinals were tied to him. He seemed like a Cardinals type of uh, acquisition, Yeah, but it didn't happen. The Yankees went in and got him, and I think he's going to flourish with that um, – with that offense around him that's going to put up runs, you know, and put up support that he didn't get all the time in Oakland. All right. So without being a homer, because I know we got to keep going with the uh, what's popping, without being a homer right now, who do you have winning it all? And if you don't can't give me the winner, tell me the championship game between uh, out of out of each um out of each league. I mean, at this point, I think the easy pick would be the Dodgers and the Yankees and that'd be a great matchup. It really would. Uh, The the Yankees have been, the Yankees have been rolling. Um, 
this year. It's hard to see them slowing down. Aaron Judge is just having an incredible, like a, a um, historic season. Right. How, don't you know, he have like on pace. 40 something home runs already? Yeah. On, on yeah. pace for over 60 on yeah. the year. So, yeah. um, you know, I went to, we went to a uh, game back at the beginning of May in Kansas City where he hit two. And it seems like he hits one or two every time that they've played each other this year, Kansas City mm-hmm. and in New York. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, it, for me, even though I'm not, I'm not a Yankees fan by any means, um, it's hard to pick against them. I will, I will real quick if you allow me to. I've got two, two last two, two final trades I want to just throw out there, like an honorable mention and a most hilarious. If we got time, okay. okay. So honorable mention goes to Atlanta getting Jake Odorizzi. Uh, for Will Smith, uh, Houston had a they, – they were doing a six-man rotation. They had the kind of a log jam in their starting pitching. They send Odorizzi to Atlanta, who they know how to handle pitchers, and mm-hmm. Odorizzi had a great outing his last his, his last uh, start. Uh, been hurt a little bit this year, but I think he's going to do really well for those defending champs uh, you know, with the Braves. And Houston gets a guy who's pitched at a very good level out of the bullpen in Will Smith. And then my most hilarious trade is Kansas City sending Whit Merrifield to Toronto. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys paid attention to this or not, but right before the All-Star break, Kansas City went to play a game or to play a series in Toronto, and they had 10 players they had to leave behind because of vaccination status, Whit Merrifield being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's traded to the Blue Jays. Where he's going to have to get vaccinated to, to even show up. Well, and so – from what I'm hearing is that they didn't even really have conversations with him beforehand. Mm-hmm. So they're not even sure that he's going to be willing to do that or not. Wow. You know, oh, will, wow. does he turn oh. into a player who can only play on the road? I don't right. know. Kyrie. 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 Baseball. <laughs> right. Kyrie I, think, baseball. <laughs> I think he'll get it. I mean, he kind of, you know, he, he kind of made uh, some of the fans in Kansas city upset with the statements he made during that um, Toronto series kind mm-hmm. of alluding to, Hey, you know, maybe I would consider it for a contender. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, he he may just you know go ahead and get yeah. the jab. I don't. So know. So he said they didn't get they shipped his butt right on up out of there right after, the, right. <laughs> after them little <laughs> slick comments. Three had no choice. <laughs> right, right. So, All right, hey, go ahead, bro. See, no, you no, got, you got, it. You got <laughs> it. No, I was going to say, hey, that has been our baseball trade deadline. Yes, with sir. Our homeboy Eric Boston, who is also a broadcaster. For the Not the Same podcast through the 520 Collective. So, yes, sir. Bro, we appreciate you. You know, you're always welcome. You fam on the show. You fam off the show. So, And we're hey. reserving you for when the playoffs start. We're oh, not asking. We're just telling you, brother, you're coming yeah, back. You will the be playoffs. back for the playoffs. <laughs> okay. it's, it's, especially if the Yankees and the Dodgers are not what you say they're going to be. But with the Dodgers <laughs> being up, the Dodgers being up as hard as they is, and the Yankees, I don't see it being no other way. So, They're They're loaded. They yeah, no doubt. man. I mean, San Diego is going to make it tough, but I think you know when it comes to October pitching, you know, is, that's when pitching shines. So, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. We'll see. All right, bro. Appreciate you, sliding, you man. We'll, yeah, man. We'll let Thanks, we'll man. let you lead the closet, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kids got you trapped back there. All right, man. See you that's later, true. bro. <laughs> All right. No argument, hey, man. Salute to our brother, man, Mr. Eric Boston, man. They got him trapped in the closet. That's what happened, man. You got kids. You want to be quiet. You already know. 
And if you ever recorded yourself musically, the closet is a perfect place to kind of isolate the sound. So I already knew what it was. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, once again, appreciate our brother sliding through to help with this yeah, uh, baseball stuff where we where we are lacking. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Rob mm-hmm. acting like he knows some stuff. That boy looking straight at the computer. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Little bit, little bit. My man held his own. Held his own over there. Bit. Yes, the computer screens are up. That's the beauty of having um a screen that spans across. <laughs> and a big old. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, man. Now back into our uh uh what's popping. Next subject. Bill Russell and Vin Scully. I threw this in here, but Bill Russell, uh NBA GOAT, Vin Scully, uh pro not a pro announcer GOAT. Both passed away recently. Bill Russell, I believe, was it Monday, maybe Sunday, something like that when he passed, and Vince Scully passed yesterday. Vince Scully was the announcer for the Dodgers. He had been announcing for like 60 years. Ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, uh, let us know about that, brother, especially Bill Russell. No um, hate to Bill Scully. Russell, I just threw he, that one on you. Yeah, Scully I'm not, I wasn't aware of until just right. now, so that's um, breaking news from Rob. Um, but Bill Russell died at the age of, um, 88. He yep. was born in February of 1934. I mean, civil rights activist. He was more than just a basketball player. Yeah. Bill Absolutely. Russell. Um, Bill Russell stood for so much for the black community mm-hmm. when it was you could literally get lynched for doing some of the things that he was doing. He was great friends with Martin Luther King. Yep. You would see pictures as with well Muhammad Ali. X. Yeah, huh? As well as Malcolm X. Yeah, as well as Malcolm X. You would see pictures yep. with. With Bill, Malcolm, um, 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 Martin, Lou Alcinda, who is now Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like he would be around great activists and just fighting for just equality even mm-hmm. back then. Yep. And um, well-respected off the court, 11 championships. I said this in one of my rants. If we want to talk about the GOAT, this man won eight straight championships. He mm-hmm. went to 12 and won 11. Mm-hmm. Think about that. He went to mm-hmm. 12. 111, mm-hmm. great all-time lifetime Celtic. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? And um, hey, I, get, even say, I got, I got go a bonus for you, brother. His and last... one can even say, the last one, and then I'm going to let you go. One can even say he was the face of the, of the NBA at one point. Go ahead, bro. His last two championships, he won while being a player coach. Yeah. Flex on him. You know what I mean? Flex. While being a player coach. As well, he also won two championships in college yeah. at San Francisco. When you heard of that college? San at San Francisco. Francisco. You know what right. I mean? This this was, was at a time, this, this was at a time when you couldn't have that many uh, African American people on the team, and he still was handling his business. And yeah. Bill Russell was not known for scoring; he was known for defense, blocking shots, and rebounding. Like he's yeah. like Robin without the crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And, yeah. and he's in the Basketball Hall of Fame as well. He's a Coach Hall of Famer, and um. You know, shout out to Bill Russell, man. They got the Bill yeah. um Bill Russell Award now. Um so Salute you, to him. Yeah, salute to Live Bill Russell. Long life, man. Um rest in peace, brother. You know yes, what I'm sir. saying? Rest in peace. My man uh Eric Boston also said R.I.P. Vin Scully, baseball lost a true icon. Yes, this is yes. a historic voice for baseball of the Dodgers. Remember the Dodgers used to be in Brooklyn. It was the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Dodgers, then it went to LA. He was there both. He's been there. A long time. And in baseball, if you listen to a baseball broadcast, really even television as well as radio, but back in the day when television wasn't as big popping, radio was everything for baseball. And he would tell stories and call the game at the same time, was able to keep you uh, enraptured in the game. You know, people, I don't know who else has a great voice like that, 
like like a gymnast. You know, gymnasts can call, call college basketball and call golf. You know what I'm saying? Uh, One of these people uh, like that. You know, uh, Marv Albert. Marv Albert. Yeah, Marv Albert. You know, if you yeah. think about basketball, one of these iconic voices for baseball. So rest in peace to uh, both of them. You have made a great impact in the sports world. Yes, All right, yes. uh, next subject. The number one and two NBA draft picks combined for 84 points. Uh, I didn't have enough room, but in, that's in a pro-am game. Yeah, the cross pro-am up in Seattle. Let me tell you something. Yes, man. sir. Ventero or, um, of Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, my fault, Dookie. You, you can't see it. You know what it is, Dookie. Um, uh-huh. Ogram of OKC Gonzaga was getting buckets in a 122-105 to 105 win. They combined for 84 points. Montero yeah. had 50, and um, um, Holgram had 34 points in that program. They was getting it in, bro. Now, uh, uh, Mr. G said Gus Johnson. Yes, ne- another good example. Yeah, Great very good example. <clears throat> now, these pro-ams – it's not the greatest defense, but you gotta you gotta recognize this. These are the guys from the streets, from the neighborhood, the the local hero hoopers. Like there's some here in St. Louis. Y'all, a lot of people know about it, but there's a, a Instagram post I got hip to somehow group that I found called STL Hoops, and there's some balling dudes, ballers from right here, right. And every city has a group of dudes like that that could give the NBA players some work. So these ain't like full scrubs out there, but ain't nobody gonna try to hurt them neither at the same time. Hey, think about this. LeBron and um, DeMar DeRozan almost got that work in the Drew League. They won oh, by yeah, two somebody points. Somebody put some hands on them, too. <laughs> yeah, they, they, won by two, they, they won by two points. So, that's yeah. a lot. These pro yeah, so, is not trash. These are just no. guys who probably couldn't – they didn't get the break. They didn't have the right representation. No, or they in the streets or whatever it they may be. The street, you know? Or they game just don't transition over properly to the NBA because there's so many politics behind it. It's not just, ex, you know, running up and down the court. You all right over there, brother? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. I, I, yeah, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I saw something on the phone. I'm like, what happened? But anyway, yeah, man, I agree with you. Next subject, uh, Nunez, Amanda Nunez, gets her revenge and a unanimous victory. Tell us all about that, brother. Shout out brother. to The Voice. I know you somewhere, and I know you saw this. Yeah, hey, let me uh, tell you the something. Voice. Nunez beat the sleeves <laughs> off, of, <laughs> off of Pina, bro. Like, I'm up. Like, I, I got to be at work. I had to be at work Sunday morning at 2.30 in the morning, and I'm up mm-hmm. watching – I'm watching Nunez. I'm talking about pulverize this woman as she got her um as yeah. she got her revenge back because she had lost um, um she had lost um I think in the second round the first time <clears> they hit <throat> she had got a um a head submission a chokehold yeah. submission and she had to tap out mm-hmm. and you know um Juliana Pena thought she was getting ready to come in and do the same thing and Amanda came through nope. and put the balls on her. Yes, I'm sir. talking it was so yes, much sir. blood over the ring, bro. Like. It looked like somebody just put some paint and just started <laughs> <laughs> finger painting oh, wow. with this woman's blood. Like oh, it, wow. it was, it was brutal, bro. Yeah. Hey, it was brutal. Hey, yeah, she penis tough, but yeah. she got the sleeves beat off. <laughs> All right, uh, my man Eric asked, "What do y'all think of DeRozan becoming the face of the Kobe line?" I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I know he's a huge Kobe fan, and he's an LA native. Uh, I'm alright with it. I'm alright. Nah, I think I would have went with Kawhi over um Demar. Yeah, but Kawhi went. He, he messed with New Balance though, so he couldn't do it. Uh, Mister G said, "I was reading in the next reading that in the next CBA, uh, Silver may stop them from playing these tournaments. Yeah, he, that'll get that'll get stopped. I, I think Silver. I think that they'll, they'll fight to stay in there because them NBA players enjoy playing in those tournaments, and uh, it don't seem like a lot of people get hurt in them. So it don't. I, I think I think it's organized it, it, enough. 
You know, what it's I mean? organized enough, but I think Silva might also be protecting his brand, so I can't really I blame it. him for that. I you know it. what I'm saying? Because um, <clears throat> you know, LeBron LeBron gets hurt, jumped, or uh, God forbid, even you know, killed or something like that. Oh yeah, that's a problem. It's gonna be an issue. Brother Marquise, how you doing, sir? Marquise Appreciate you sliding. Genuine life, you know what I'm saying? My man is an artist as well, done a lot of music, done a lot of great things up there in the Pacific Northwest, if y'all don't know who that is. <clears throat> Excuse me, little frogs in my throat. All right, yeah, man, let's like, get into that, this. That's, soap like, that's the same place that Cross Program was played at, right up there. Yeah, the up in the Pacific Northwest. Northwest. He might have been out there. Hey, yeah. uh, Crossover, uh, that's uh, Jamal Crawford joints. Jamal yeah, Crawford. he was out there. It's some ballers yeah. out there, man, for real, in the Pacific Northwest. For real, for real, for real. All right, man, let's get into this soapbox segment. Soapbox. Yeah. All right. This is our soapbox segment where uh, normally uh, we have two minutes to go off with a timer that look like this. Normally, uh, Rob goes forth with something of a sports feel. I go forth with something funny or goofy feel. And when it's over, you hear a buzzer that sounds like this. And by tradition, I allow my brother Rob to go first. I don't have one tonight, so Rob got it all to himself. Brother, is you ready? Yeah, I think I'm all right. Let's so go. check this out. ESPN is the biggest sports network. As much as Fox Sports, CBS, ABC, and everyone else making moves yes, to be competitors, ESPN is literally the NFL of sporting news. From mm-hmm. stats to personalities to insights to document docu-series, yes. they do their thing. Yes. With that being said, ESPN, why do you have to nickel and dime us for everything, bro. Like, check this out. <laughs> you got ESPN on, Plus, ESPN yes. Deportes, yes. ESPN News, ESPN yes. 1 and 2, ESPN U, which is for college. Yes. Look, they got ESPN it. Ocho. I saw something about that the other day. Number That's eight. The Ocho. God. Yeah, for real. That's <laughs> our commercial for today. <laughs> what happened three through seven? I don't know. They just went straight to Ocho. Straight to eight. Catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get it. You have to pay all of these on-the-air personalities. I get that. But let's not act like you're not charging the cable networks for them to run your programs. Mm -hmm. How do I know? Because last year, I'm a YouTube TV subscriber. Guess who owns ESPN? Disney. Disney wanted to pull their contract, which Mm -hmm. made me jump ship to go over to AT&T, which was Mm -hmm. trash for the devices I got at my crib. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to pump them. They're not paying us. But the point is... It didn't work right for the devices that I have in my crib. And finally, YouTube TV and ESPN slash Disney came back together, and I'm mm-hmm. back on the YouTube program, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about the money. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's all about the money. I'm, I'm back. Yeah. ESPN, you win. We get it. <laughs> you one words win. Stop being bullies of the Please. sports world. Please. You know what I'm saying? Just stop. You win. Disney, yeah. guess what? We give you got up. everything. Yes. You win. You, you, you got it. If you don't believe me, you got Disney Plus, ESPN, and all of that all in one. You want words win. Stop nickeling it down. <laughs> and like my brother, Mr. G, just said, <laughs> cough, cough. Do you need a hookup one word? <laughs> uh, Mr. G? Yep. I am the plug. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we, we, we have it. <laughs> have uh, a lot of plugs. All right, let's get it. <laughs> All 
All right, this will be a real debate for you today because uh just uh, other circumstances, but <laughs> no, a debate fuel. We speak on subjects like this, and then we have five minutes like this to go in, and when it's over, you hear a buzzer. I forgot to say my little tagline. But anyway, the first one we're going to get into, first one to get to is with Brady losing his starting center and turning 45, will he still be in Super Bowl contention? With Brady losing his starting center and being and turning 45 actually today or yesterday, I believe, will he, will he still be in Super Bowl contention, Mr. Davis? I'm going to say yes because he still has weapons around him, and this is the reason why. Brady is in a position, in that quarterback position, and if you have IQ, which Brady does, mm-hmm. you know, unlike <laughs> when we'll talk about this, certain quarterbacks that got to read their playbook, Brady mm-hmm. knows the playbook. As a matter of <laughs> fact, they implement the playbook behind Brady. He tells them, this is what I want to do. And when right. they're in their, they got this in their helmet. No. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. And then he can audible out. So with his mm-hmm. IQ 45, as long as he don't take a, a crack hit, you dig what I'm saying? Right. I think he'll still be in Super Bowl contention, contention as long as injuries don't overcome the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Go ahead, see. I'm going to say no. I don't think he will be in Super Bowl contention, not because he's 45 years old, but because there is not a Gronk there no more. There is not a uh, – it's a dude, I believe the wide receiver last name is Evans. He had an ACL tear mm-hmm. last year mm-hmm. around January. Now they say he's back and he's clear for full contact, but listen, dog, I don't think he's going to be all 100%. They did pick up Julio Jones. Julio Jones played for the Tennessee Titans, and he mm-hmm. was basically – no. Last year <laughs> with he the Titans. Now, going to yeah, now it could be because he was with the Tennessee Titans and they're more based on running, more so than throwing on that team, okay. and that quarterback was just subpar. But I'm not – I don't have a great uh, hope for him this year. Now, I think Brady is the GOAT of quarterbacks. But at some point, you have to slow down. I'm just saying, dog. At some point – you have to slow down. And without having your center, the other part, the center is one of the first lines of defense uh, for protecting the quarterback. The first, the person right in front of the quarterback is the center. If you got a bad center that ain't that good, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mr. G say Rudolph is a solid tight end. Could be. But I'm just saying I'm not I'm not that positive for the Bucks. Go ahead, bro. I'm the, I, all I'm saying is Brady. And just like basketball IQ or any other IQ, yeah. when you have IQ, brother – uh, you going to figure something it, out. Every time this, – this is what I've learned. In the Patriot days, his first mm-hmm. year with the Bucks, his second year, every time we bet against this man, he wins. This is like true. Brady is like the Tom Cruise of, he, uh, of, <laughs> of, of, of football because these one words like Benjamin Button, they never get old, bro. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they just don't, and they keep getting better as they old. Cruz yeah. and his craft as, as an they actor. Old. <laughs> yeah, as they age. age. Yeah. Um, Cruz as an actor and Brady as a quarterback. And when you have that IQ, bro, and you can read things, yo. Yeah, I, I hear all that, brother, but I think <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm doing like this. Okay, when you get through with all that, my guy, I'm gonna say this. If he's not protected, 45 years old, it's going to hurt getting hit when you're 45. Long, and I don't long. think he's going to be protected as well, losing their starting center. as I, I'm just not sure, man. Every quarterback is great till their protection ain't no good. 
You know what I'm saying? I, and I, I agree with you. Now I, I think you. I think he has the IQ and the smarts and the basically bulldogness because Brady will literally cut you cuss you out for not doing yeah. right on the on the yeah. team. Like he do not no play. Issues. And one other thing that I think I will say this in Brady's favor, him and Bruce Arians, the former coach, did not really get along. But him and his offensive coordinator now is the coach, which is uh I forgot my guy's name, the black coach. Uh he used to be a quarterback back in the day, whatever, but his former offensive coordinator, he's a young dude that is his coach right now. They are very lockstep and key, so that may be some good hope for him. We just got to see how the young people do and his backup center does. Go ahead, and bro. This is what I'm going to say. They're in the NFC South. Yes. You got Carolina. Yeah. You got the Falcons and the Saints. This is a good point. They're at least going to make it to the playoffs. And if Brady get in this the playoffs – I'm just saying, like, being in the NFC South, it's almost like what we talked about with Dak being in the NFC at least. You yeah, thank what I'm you, saying? Mr. G. Uh, Byron Leftwich. That's and Byron Leftwich was, was a, 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 a a decent quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Shout out yes. to Byron Leftwich because me and the fam know him. He went to H.D. Woodson in D.C., um, which was cool with my cousins in them. So, um, but he's turned out to be a great coach, and he has this opportunity to do what it is that he knows how to do. They gonna suck. No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a one word. Give him control. Right. That's what he do. <laughs> All right, next one. Next one. Will the Lakers return to title contention with a healthy LeBron and AD? Will the Lakers return to title contention with a healthy a- uh, LeBron and AD? Mr. Davis, what do yeah. you think? Let me tell you something. The Lakers have 10 ex-Laker veterans who are still mm-hmm. looking for gigs in this offseason. <laughs> Let's go through them. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony. Uh-huh. Dwight Howard, the big dude. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Avery Forever. Bradley. Yep. Kent, Kent Bazemore. DJ yep. Augustine. Wayne Ellington. I know. I didn't know him either. Um, you know Ray, Wayne Ellington is? Man, please. That he boy trash, not, though. I mean, he, he ain't trash. Play. He a shooter. He a shooter. Ray John Rondo. He shot his way out the league. Tre- Trevor Ariza. <laughs> Derek Collison. And Isaiah <laughs> Thomas. Yeah. Hit that note button for me, brother. No. Because as long as West Brick is playing, it ain't going to happen because LeBron can only do so much. And LeBron had an awesome season last year. He did. He did. I will say they might be. And here is why. He's still LeBron. He's still LeBron. But if AD is actually (laughs) – how it went to the WWE. (laughs) He probably did. Ain't no no telling. He probably did. He probably did. As the big glue. Go ahead. Right. Uh (laughs) Anyway, uh, <laughs> what stupid big glue. Yeah, anyway, I think with a healthy LeBron, here's the key, though. If AD is actually healthy, then I think they would be a lot better. Also, they did pick up some nice young people. They got my man with the bad hair from the Spurs. I forgot his name. Uh, Lonnie Walker. You know they what I'm saying? Walker. He's a decent player. It's another, they picked up the Golden State Warriors guy. Uh, um, uh, Juan Toscano Anderson, yeah. I believe. He's a nice yeah. role player. They picked up some decent role players and i believe i do believe somebody's gonna make westbrook come off the bench this year that's what i believe and they still got uh what was the guy that played for your team point guard uh um, none. Your, they still got none if none is healthy again just somebody to bring the ball up the court and they know they ain't a star that's the point because westbrook still believes he's a star he took his 45 million or whatever it was he opted into which i don't money. blame him i don't blame him <laughs> 
But if you they suck. can, I what? <laughs> give me my money. <laughs> give me my money. <laughs> Thank you. Now what? But anyway, yeah. So I think there is a possibility because there is LeBron and there is an AD. But here's probably what's gonna really happen. AD's gonna get hurt again. LeBron gonna quit. That's probably what's gonna happen. But anyway, go ahead, bro. <laughs> he gonna do just like he did Cleveland when he was walking off them Boston them Boston streets when they lost up there, <laughs> taking his jersey off, and he took his talents to South Beach. Uh -huh. His talents may be moving if AD is playing like Mr. Glass. Now I know here's the deal about AD. I know we joke about him getting hurt. Basketball is not easy. And you got to right. think, AD is 6'10", and he's coming down. That's a lot of force coming down on your ankles and your knees or whatever the yeah. case may be. Yeah. So I kind of feel bad for my guy because he's a great talent. Mm -hmm. But two people – I'm. this is their roster, bro. I just pulled it up. Outside of you, Horton Tucker, Anthony Davis, nope. LeBron James, yeah. and, I mean, Kendrick Nunn, but is he going to be healthy? And then you got Scottie Pippen Jr., who – Scottie Pippen Jr. is okay, but he's not his dad. He's only 6'3". Yeah, his man. dad was 6'8", who was my favorite right. player of all time. But it, I just don't see Lonnie Walker, maybe? Yeah. I, I don't know, bro. Like, they don't – I'm looking at this roster right now, and I'm just not impressed with the 10 people that – I take DJ Augustine over some of the people that they kept on the squad. <laughs> I'm, just my opinion. Hey, you, you did mention something about AD. He always getting hurt because he's big. I, uh, it brings me to a conversation that comes to mind is big players that play like guards is terrible for their health, right? Yes. So back in the day, all big men, 6'8 and above, 6'7 up to 6'8, 6'9, 7'0 or whatever, they was in the post. They wasn't moving. Thank they you. wasn't doing Euros. They wasn't doing – they was doing drop steps, head fakes, uh, shimmies a little bit. They wasn't yeah. dribbling the ball. And I think that is causing a lot of them to be hurt. A lot of these versatile, what you call unicorn big men, end up hurt all the time. Think about uh, – my wife called him the universal soldier, but Porzingis, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Always hurt. Even always for my, hurt. My, my my guy, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., always hurt. He's another – Big man that shoot threes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who else? Another one. Uh, Embiid, early in his career, always hurt. Always was hurt. Look yeah. at the way Embiid played this year, though. He was in the post a lot. In the post, killing. Yes, bodying dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, he shot a few threes, but he was mainly in that post. And I think if these big men switch their mind back to playing in the post, they'd extend their career, especially AD. Now, AD, yes. he always complains. He don't want to be a center. He don't want to be a center. I want to be a wing because he was basically a point guard that grew up real tall right before he went to Kentucky. He, his mind is still thinking, I'm a guard. Dog, you're not a guard. Save your knees. Save your legs. Get in the post. Bang a little bit. Actually hide be a kids, big man. Hide your wife and, and get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next subject. Next subject. This is going to be tough for, uh, for, for my brother and all of us. All right, who other than Alabama will win the college football national championship? Who other than Alabama will win the college football national championship? Who other, once again, than uh, Alabama will win the college football national championship? Mr. Davis, let's go. I rolled with them all last year. I already know Georgia what you're about to say. Uh-huh. I, I said it all. I kept saying Georgia, 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 mm -hmm. Georgia. And you know how many times I got? Nope, nope, nope. All the time? E every time. He, he yep. did me in because he had controls of the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. But, but I really think Georgia can still, you know, stay up there. I know we don't. Shout out to our MTMV um, sports um, fam, um, JT. Excellent MVP football last night. 
the yes, MVP sir. University. If y'all want some sports insight, check them brothers out. But yes, sir. Um, look, I'm saying Georgia, man. I, I really think Georgia can do it because they have no fear and they 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 have the confidence. They have the coaching. They have the team. So I, I'm going with it, man. I'm going with Georgia. All right, I'm gonna throw you for a curveball. I'm coming with. Ohio State. That's who I think maybe as a curveball, and here's why. Wow, and I got, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I wouldn't go say Memphis or nothing like that, or, or or Northeastern. Come on, brother, who else? Who else can we pick? All right, look, I got some, I got some notes about it though. Let what up? What up? up? What'd you say? I said, what up with it though? Let, let me hear these stats, brother. All right, here's my notes about that. They have a returning quarterback who was a, a Heisman favorite, C.J. Stroud. He's returning this year. He was a uh, not rookie, but a freshman last year. He's a returning quarterback. They have some good wide receivers. They also basically are the Alabama of the uh, Midwest. Basically, they can get anybody they want. Right? They are powerhouse. They're always good, and they always kind of go like every three years. <laughs> they end up right. there. Now, right. here's another reason why I say they have a chance to get into the college football national championship because Alabama and Georgia is going to knock each other out when they get to the SEC championship. They're going to beat each yes. other up. That's the reason why. Why mm-hmm. Now, who will probably will be, it'll probably be Alabama. Most likely it'll be Alabama. But I'm going to shoot out for Ohio State. They also have uh, they have a very easy road schedule, uh, Ohio State, where they can rack up wins and kind of get closer towards the playoff. But anyway, go ahead, bro. Well, right now in the odds makers, right now, if you was to go to Vegas and do your little betting thing, you know, yep. um, Alabama is number one to win it. Ohio State, and number three is the Georgia Bulldogs, followed yep. by the Clemson Tigers and yep. the USC Trojans. You, this is what – they are 2001 um, odds, but this no. is my thing. Why do we always have to throw a Cali team in there? Always. Like, Why we got to do that, start, Like, uh, Trojans? No. <laughs> Hit the note button again, bro. Like, no, come on, man. Like, they always do it. Like, it's like – we got to do it for the valley. Stop it. <laughs> Skip <Go> the valley. <laughs> but yeah, man, it. I agree with you, really. Uh, I threw in Ohio State as a curveball. Like you say, the uh, betting odds have Ohio State up there and Clemson at the bottom. And I don't, Clemson may come back. Only other person I think can actually maybe have a shot is Ohio State, the Ohio State. The Buckeyes. Ohio State. Right. Yeah. But it probably going to be Alabama or Georgia. For here into eternity for the SEC and the whole college football association because they are awesome. They're powerhouses. They're big. They're strong. They're fast, and they got decent quarterbacks. So, but with that being said, with the, it's funny because now with the um, NIL, yeah, things are getting ready to start shifting. I give it five years, and okay. I pray that not the same is doing big things. We on networks. Hey, ESPN, I talk noise about you, but if you want your bros, if the check is right. <laughs> if the check is right, me and, me and Rob will both be just like this. <laughs> so you already know what it is, you did? So <laughs> with that being said, I do think that with the NIL, this is getting ready to start shifting because the reason people went to Alabama was mm-hmm. for the coaching. Yeah, The reason yeah, people the went coach. to the Ohio State was for yeah. the coach. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Different thing, the coaching and and the namesake. But with NIL, yeah. I believe that it's going to be a shift. And in the next five years, hear me when I tell you, in the next five years, the people that are at the bottom of this list, as I scroll down, and the last person on this is the Pittsburgh Panthers. Um, my point is these guys can start back coming to the top. Mm. They got Cincinnati. Cincinnati had a great season. 
they got Cincinnati all twenty five thousand to one odds to win the national they lost championship. Their That's why. Yeah, they lost the QB, but with this NIL, I think it's going to start shifting. And like Deion said, Coach Sanders said, "Yo, give me two years." Yeah, what do you see? Yeah, man. All right, man. Uh, before we get up out of here, man, we got a one word of the day. Let's get to it right quick. You silly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one word. No. <laughs> <laughs> of the day. It's the same thing. All right, man. Now, I haven't even changed this yet. But nah, who the one word of the day is, as I put it in there, I let Rob tell y'all, who is the one word of the day, bro? The one word of the day, just pay they starting quarterback guap. I'm talking about money, pesos, cheese, the cheddar, all that good stuff. But they had this little section in his contract that said, you must study mm-hmm. your playbook. Mm-hmm. Four hours a week, not four yes. hours a day, but four hours a week. You need to study your um, your playbook. See, and right. I talked about this last last week, and I said black quarterbacks have a stigma about themselves about not being intelligent, and they want right. to study. Now, this is what I said: for the money they gave me, I will be study. I play the game for free. I would study the mess out of it. Facts. But after the backlash, Arizona pulls my man back to the table because he went to Twitter to mm-hmm. discuss it. Pull them Had back a to press the table conference, said, talking bad, yeah, you know, talking bad like about that. it, mm-hmm. and they pulled it out and said, "Okay, well, you don't have to study." Yeah, Arizona Cardinals, let your yes be your yes and your nose be your nose, and stand on what you're doing. If you put it in the contract and that one word signed it, that's on yeah. him and his lawyer, his people that's to right. go over the contract. Yes. Use some one words. You are yes. one word for one because you tuck your tail. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? You are one word for two because you put it in there in the first freaking place, yeah. and you are one word for three because. He chumped you. Yep. That boy deboed you. What? Yep. Give me my money. There it is. He ain't lying. <laughs> that way, man. Listen, I think it was totally, totally, totally. <clears throat> now, this is a good point. I'm so, I'm so glad you asked this, Mr. G. I wanted to get to this point before we get up out of here. Why did he sign the contract? Number one is <laughs> a lot of money. But here's the other reason. <clears throat> <clears throat> On the other side, the Arizona Cardinals was – terrible for putting that in there and very uh denigrating of their quarterback by putting that in there if you felt that way that he don't read the playbook and he's not good with the core bit with the playbook why did you offer him the contract if you have to put that in there why did you offer the contract why because you ain't got nobody else that's why you did it but uh, let me say this he needs to fire his representation and there because you go probably what happened was his representation, what I mean, which I mean his agency, whoever his mm-hmm. agency is, said, mm-hmm. yeah, this looks like a good contract, which means the agency looked at it and said, $197 million? Sign it. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't read it good neither, which oh. that, that's terrible. Fire them right now. Fire Bro. them right now because if there was a good agent, if they was a good agent, he would have said, no, don't sign that because they would have made them take it out the contract. Go ahead, brother. It was a $29 million. $35,000 signing bonus with 160,000 yep. I mean 160 million yep. guaranteed. Yep. I'm signing it too. Yep. I am just going I'm just going to be real with you. Right. I'm sign I'm signing it. You want me to study right. it? Okay, I'll put y'all on blast about that, but give me my money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's how we go do it. But Arizona, y'all, some one words for even putting the contract out there and tucking your tail. Let your yes what they what are you going what you going to do? 
He gonna quit. Right. Not if that's all. what you feel, stand on it. You know stand what I mean? On what, stand on and, what you're saying. Uh, Miss Miss Winder brought up somebody else that should have been in the uh, what's popping. Debo Samuel signed his contract. He got a nice contract with the San Francisco 49ers. Salute to him. Is she talking uh, about Debo as in the Cardinals got Debo, or, or is she talking, talking about Debo yeah. Samuel? Well, either one, both of them work. One, both is good. Cardinals did get Debo, and Debo Samuel's got paid. Uh, some of these dudes don't read their contracts. Yeah, this oh. this is facts. This is facts. Yeah, they do. They read the most important part to them: <laughs> the guaranteed money and the signing bonus. Is it yeah. paid? Is it guaranteed? <laughs> oh, okay, cool. And, and uh, no matter what happened, if it ain't getting paid, they're going to say. There it is. There it is. Because here's the crazy part about it. Forget I because, had it, it, Right, I did too. Um, And, and we're going to get out of here after I say this. Mahomes have some stipulations in his contract where he has both. to. He has to um right. He has to um work out so many hours a week. This is yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not odd that it was in yeah. there, but stand on what you're doing. Stand on it. You know what I mean? A couple okay. of things that I want to add we didn't talk about uh that's supposed to be within the uh what's popping. It was so much we couldn't put it all in one thing. Today in nineteen forty nine the NBA was formed. So right now it's the NBA's birthday. The NBA started in 1949 on August 3rd. So salute to the NBA. Uh, there's a popular uh, college basketball player named Paige Burke Buckers. Uh, I can't remember what her name is. She be shooting half court just like uh, my yeah, guy like, Steph. Like Steph. She tore ACL. She out for the season. That's bad. And the last thing, we could, we don't have enough time to really, really go into this, but we may talk about it next week. The Miami Dolphins lose a first-round pick for free agent tampering. Do you know they was tampering with Tom Brady when he was a Patriot, trying to get that man to come to Miami. Why he was a Patriot. And also what I heard today on a, a sports talk radio show is, remember when Tom Brady decided he was going to retire and all of a sudden they got hushed away? He was going to retire because they had a deal with Miami to for him to go there and play and also have ownership stock. It got snuffed out by the rest of the owners, and they snitched on him, and that's why they got that losing their first-round draft pick. In the NFL, when you lose a first-round draft pick, that hit different. That's big. That's, That's big, big. Big. Because the top three picks can be awesome players. Top three-round picks can be yeah. uh, awesome players. And, yes, Mr. G, it does happen all the time. But somebody uh, snitched yeah. <laughs> on them, yeah. and all of a sudden Hella now. <laughs> and now the Miami Dolphins feel just like this. Yeah, that serves them right. They shouldn't have fired their coach. How they shouldn't have fired the coach. Yeah, you get yeah, you get all of what right. you want to do. Uh, and uh, NFL all did this did this big old inspect uh, investigation on it, and they found out that they wasn't paying him to lose, but they still did all this other stuff. They lost the first round pick, so it's bad. It's bad. It's they bad. paid that one word to lose. They, they paid that one word to word. Yeah, they covered it up. But yeah. with that being said, man, we will be back tomorrow night with another not the same podcast, music and face show. Uh, all. And we may have a guest, you know what I'm saying? So tune in for that. Yeah, definitely. With that being said, man, I'm C. Micah. I'm Rob Redeem. We out, man. We'll see y'all tomorrow night. Yeah. Gave us the strength, so we 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 gave us the strength, so we
Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports.